Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. Thank you for joining us today. Um, excited about this series as we've been going through the book of Ephesians. And uh, just this last week, we started in Ephesians chapter 4 as we merged into the next uh thought in the book of Ephesians. I guess Ephesians is divided into three parts and we moved into the next part. The first part being um, the, the believer's position in grace. The second part being the believer's walk in grace. And that begins here in chapter four. And we have been looking at that uh, this week. And so uh, last week we saw in chapter four in the beginning, we looked at this topic of unity in the church and actually kind of even took these verses and then took a break from Ephesians chapter 4 and looked at several other passages as we talked about a unity in the church, what brings unity, what creates unity, what is unity all about. This week we're going to pick up now again in chapter 4, um, beginning in verse chapters or in uh, verse 7 of chapter 4, and I'll read for you um, a, a little bit of a lengthy portion of scripture this morning, and then I want to talk to you about a few things from it. Verse 7 says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now he that ascended, what is it, but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Now here's what I want you to notice, beginning in verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in him in all things which is the head, even Christ. Uh, notice there in verse 11, as he's talking about these spiritual gifts that are, are given, and, and we see that in verse 7, he says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. And of course, uh, he's He's still referencing salvation here, the gift of Christ. He talks about the death, burial, and resurrection in the next few verses. And then after salvation, though, he talks about some things God has given us to help us in our Christian walk, some gifts that God has given the church to uh, help the Christian. It says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Now, these are these are Christian workers. These are people that have a, a specific calling on their life. These are people that are in full time ministry. Now, of course, the apostles. Um, there, there are no apostles today. The apostles are people who knew Christ face to face on this earth and, and were verbally called by the Lord Jesus Christ. The apostle Paul was the last of the apostles, and, and of course, the the apostles are, are no longer. Some prophets some evangelists, um, some pastors and teachers. Now these are just, these are, these are Christian workers. These are people that have a, a, a full-time calling on their life that God has called them to in ministry. And, and let me just say, I believe everybody has a calling on their life. I believe God designed every person 
for a specific calling. And, and, and But I don't think everybody is called to the gospel ministry. Now, I think everybody ought to be sharing the gospel. If you're saved and a Christian, you ought to be a witness. You ought to be telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. And I think everybody's called to do that. But not everybody's called to be a pastor. Not everybody's called to be an evangelist. Not everybody is called to be a teacher. And these are specific callings that the Bible lists out that would be uh, for full-time ministry. And, you know, we need uh, some people in the church. God hasn't called you to pastor, but you can be involved. And he's called you to be a plumber. He's called you to be an electrician and, and to raise a godly family and to support that pastor and get involved in your local church. And, and that, that's wonderful. And so, uh, but as we look at these specific callings that God has put in a life, what is the purpose of a pastor? What is the purpose of a of an evangelist, of a of a Christian teacher? And so as we look at these positions of full-time ministry, we look at these specific uh, callings of ministry that God has given us. Um, verse 12, I believe, shows us the purpose of these. And we find that it says, for these, these prophets, these evangelists, these pastors and teachers, they were given for this, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. And, and so this is the purpose of, of the pastors, evangelists, and teachers. First of all, it says for the perfecting of the saints. That means that uh, we're, we're to be um, we're to be helping the, the other Christians to live uh, the life that God has called us to live as Christians. Perfecting uh, just means um, a, a completion, a complete Christian. And, and of course, none of us on this earth uh, will come to a place where we're perfect and without sin. But when it's talking about the perfecting of the saints, it's talking about a growth in the Christian life. It's talking about becoming a complete Christian and a well-balanced Christian and and somebody who is wholly dedicated and surrendered to God in the Old Testament, um, they would often say and use the, God would often use the phrase in the Old Testament, uh, prophets and preachers would use the phrase to seek God with all your heart. And that's what this means, the perfecting. It's seeking God with all your heart, giving yourself to God, the perfecting uh, of the saints for the work of the ministry. You know, there's there's uh, the, the work of the ministry. There's parts of the ministry that the, the pastor needs to be involved in and do. And there's parts of the ministry that the evangelist would do. Now, I believe every Christian needs to have uh, some sort of part in this and help in the church. But there are some things, uh, the work of the ministry that would be for the pastor, for the evangelist, for the teacher. And then it goes on to say, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Now, that word edifying just means teaching, um, instructing. And so we're given for the teaching of the body of Christ. We're going to be teaching Christians the Bible, teaching Christians doctrine, teaching Christians what does the word of God say. Verse 13, till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait. So in other words, these pastors, these evangelists, these teachers are supposed to be helping and instructing the Christians uh, until they until they, they, they are a perfect man in Christ. In other words, until the day that we wake up in heaven with a perfect body, until the day that we wake up in heaven made into the image of Christ, we are to be helping people grow towards that direction. We're to be preparing people uh, for eternity, if you will. And then at verse 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. So these Christian workers are to be helping people get grounded in what does the Bible say so 
they're not uh, deceived. They're not carried about. There's so many false doctrines out there today. There's so many false religions out there today. My job, one of my jobs as a pastor is to teach you the Bible in such a way that you would know what is true doctrine and what is false doctrine. You're not going to be deceived and carried about with all the false things that are out there today. And it says as children tossed to and fro, I'm to help you grow spiritually, to help you grow and mature spiritually. Um, verse 15, speaking the truth in love. You know, sometimes as a pastor, there's things that I have to speak and address about. There's things that I have to preach about that, that aren't necessarily pleasant, but they're the truth. And that's to be done in love. But sometimes love is saying and telling people what they don't want to hear. Sometimes love is, is telling people what I would rather not tell them. Oh, but, but we're to help them grow up in love. And so Ephesians chapter four, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And so uh, we see here the importance of these positions. We see here the need of these positions and, and the leadership of the New Testament uh, church. Thank you for listening this morning. Let's pray. Lord, sure love you. Father, thank you for everything you've done in my heart and life. And Lord, I thank you for the listeners that, that would tune in and Father would listen to these broadcasts every day. I, I, my hope, my prayer is that they're a blessing to them. My hope, my prayer is that they would help them in their Christian walk to grow closer to you. Father, we love you. We need you. I pray you would just bless us today. Lord, help us to do your will today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening.